0: Good morning, today is Sunday, February 21st, 2021. I want to add my voice to support an effort that will be brought to larger attention this week. The city of Montreal and the island suburbs plan to vote on a motion condemning sport hunting on our territory And calling on the province to ban this activity across Montreal Island. Paula Hawa, the mayor of St. Anne de Velbu, writes that, and I mean, this is just so obvious our number one priority is to keep our residents safe. There is no room, she writes, no place, and no logic in allowing weapons in an environment where families are trying to take advantage of our natural spaces. There should not be weapons around. In addition to that, in addition to the overriding concern of this being an unsafe activity, hunting animals in general is unnecessarily cruel to animals unless you happen to actually literally depend on it in the wild for your survival. But hunting as a sport is something that is against Jewish values because it makes a sport out of hurting and killing animals. Even according to Jewish law, which allows us to take the lives of animals for human purposes, we are still required to do so in the least painful manner. But shooting something with any kind of a weapon necessarily causes more pain than is necessary in taking that life. And that's even if it is used for food. For Jews, this is something that is particularly wrong because an animal that has been injured through hunting it will also be treif. It will be non-kosher. So it is simply a sport that causes pain to animals and it is a clear violation of the Torah's prohibition of tsar balichayim of, of causing unnecessary pain to animals. And I want to point out Tsar Ba'alei Chaim, the prohibition against causing unnecessary pain to animals, and I've said before that recur that applies not only to physical pain, but even to emotional pain, that prohibition does not only apply to Jews, that prohibition is one of Sheva Mitzvah Noach, one of the seven Noahide laws that from a Jewish point of view apply to all humanity. And so I want to speak up strongly in favor of this motion against hunting anywhere in our area. I want to share with you a story about Rabbi Yehuda Amital. I've spoken with you about him many times and will continue to do so. His brilliance as a scholar and his success as an educator was deeply connected to his sensitivity as a human being. You may know that uh, Israel now is having quite a bit of snow, not quite like Montreal, but for Israel, it's a lot of snow. The story that I'm going to tell you happened 40 years ago in Israel during another heavy snowstorm. Now it happens coincidentally that I was in Israel during this snowstorm. I had nothing to do with this story just that I was in the same country. I do remember having a lot of fun teaching some Israeli kids how to build a snowman on my street in uh, Bayh but I had nothing to do with this story. I learned of this story recently, but this story is just something to really keep in mind, something that really expresses what it means to be a great Torah leader. So 40 years ago, There was a snowstorm in Israel, and at that time, Rabbi Yudah Amital was living in Alon Alon Shvut, just south of Yushalayim. and it was the middle of Shabbos. It was the middle of Shabbos, snow was falling, it was very windy, it was a, a terrible, terrible day to be out and it's Shabbos and somehow a man from a nearby kibbutz managed to reach the yeshiva, Rav Amital's yeshiva and he came in looking for Rav Amital and this man of course was covered with snow. He had been trudging through the snow with great difficulty to get there and he comes to Rav Amital. And he tells him the following story. He says, at our kibbutz, which is a short distance away, but right now to get there is not so short. It's a trudge through the snow. But our kibbutz the electricity went out. Electricity went on Shabbos. Okay, so so what are you going to do? So for human beings, you know, to put back the electricity on Shabbos, unless somebody is, God forbid, sick, but You bundle up and you make it through till the end of Shabbos and then you you fix it. The problem was this kibbutz raised chickens. And the chicken coop was filled with thousands and thousands of chickens and chicks. And the heat for the chicken coop went out along with all the other electricity. And the chickens and the chicks in the coop did not have blankets to put on. So this man from the kibbutz came to Rav Amital to ask the question, is it permitted on Shabbos to do whatever is necessary in order to get the electricity back on? Is that permitted to set aside the restrictions of Shabbos in order to save these chickens and these chicks. Now before I go any further, the pretty clear response normally would be that either you answer on the spot or you go to your study, you look up some books, you look in the svarim, you look in your notes and you give the answer. Rav Amital immediately pulled on his boots and he pulled on a heavy, heavy, heavy coat and a big heavy hat and he took the arm of this fellow from the kibbutz and he said, let's go. Take me to where the chickens are. And they trudged through the snow and it was not easy for Rav Amital. And they trudged through the snow and Rav Tal went there and he gave his decision. And finally he came back. He was a little bit exhausted. When he came back, his students said to him, Rebbe, why did you have to go walk out in the snow? Whatever you needed in order to answer this question is in your library in the base medrash. You, you, you need your svarim. You need your books to be able to answer this question. Why did you have to go out into the snow? And Ravavnital gave them an answer and his students record, they will never forget this answer. He said, if you're asked a question about animal suffering, you have to go yourself and hear the chirping of the birds and feel the cold that they are feeling firsthand, not what somebody tells you. You have to go there and see it and hear it and feel it yourself before you give an answer. This is the kind of answer that you cannot give while you are sitting comfortably warm in your study. You've got to feel what the animals are feeling and then give the answer. That should be our attitude, to feel the pain of every creature and to do whatever we can to alleviate it. My friends, I wish you a great day. Be kind to any animals that you see and especially to any humans. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.